Taryn. Ben. Guess what's another week of Walking Between Shadows? Yes, it is. And you got a new episode. I got a new episode. And this is one sick SOB. He was in the Navy. Was he the Navy? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, he was in the Navy. Okay. And and so he took care of business. And then when he got out of the military, it's like he lost his whole being. He lost his mind. This is a new episode. Yeah. Case is still going on like it hadn't fully gone through court yet or they're still they're in appeals now. Well, right. It, it is it's over. Okay. I mean, it's over. It's it's just of course it's going to go through appeals, but right you'll see why after we Yeah. So discuss it. Let's discuss it. Let's jump into it. This is the case of Timothy Jones Jr. on August 28th of 2014. Timothy Jones found his six-year-old son, Natan, playing with a, an electrical outlet in their South Carolina home. According to Jones, in an attempt to find out what Natan was doing, he punished the six-year-old by making him do strenuous exercises before giving up and sending Natan to bed. About an hour later, Jones went to check on Natan and found him in his bed deceased. He then chose to take the lives of all four of the rest of the children. So it was five kids total. Five kids total, mm-hmm. yes. Nine days later, at a traffic routine checkpoint in Mississippi, Jones was pulled over for driving under the influence and possession of synthetic marijuana. Is that what they call spice? Yeah, I think it was like people smoking incense and shit. Oh, yeah. I heard people went crazy doing that well, stuff. I think it's apparent that he did after reading this right here, but... So he's pulled over for those two things, and when the officer approached Tim's vehicle, she says she could smell the terrible odor of decomposition. So she searched the SUV and found a large bleach stain on the carpet, blood, maggots, and children's clothing. Oh, God. And this was in Mississippi. Right. So So he had left South Carolina. Yeah, Yeah. It was pretty far down the road. He'd gone on down the road a little bit. Deputies ran his plate and discovered that there was a nationwide alert saying that he and his five children had been missing for over a week. Jones was taken into the station in Mississippi for questioning. Authorities back in South Carolina were finally able to question him. It was during this interview that to an FBI agent and a Lexington County Sheriff's deputy, Tim confessed to murdering all five of his kids. He explained that on August 28th, he found his six-year-old son, Natan, playing with an outlet and caused some damage. Jones was questioning Natan about what had happened, but wasn't getting a straight answer. So he punished Natan by working him hard with physical exercise. He continued to do this for about an hour while also, quote, cracking him on the butt with a belt a few times to get an answer. Cut. He claims that he didn't get the explanation from the time that he wanted, so he sent him to bed. A few hours later, Jones goes to check on Natan and finds him deceased. Cut. He then says the voices start in his head. You can't call 911, and, and this kind of is where I start feeling like he starts building an insanity defense for himself. So he was saying that that's it was after... He had done everything. 
that the voices started telling him he couldn't call 911? Right. Or was this after he found Natan and before he killed the other kids? After he, after he found Natan deceased from making him work out, you know, and do these push-ups and sit-ups for an hour. and mm-hmm. he, he finds him deceased, and then he says the voice is kicking in. Gotcha. You can kind of tell by listening to him that he's trying to set up a, an insanity defense yeah. this time. He strangled two of his children, eight-year-old Mira and seven-year-old Elias, with his bare hands. They said his hands were too big, so he used a belt to strangle two-year-old Gabe and one-year-old Elaine. He claims he did this so they would all enter heaven together. But many believe he did it out of spite so his ex-wife Amber wouldn't get custody. Cut. Tim was angry that his ex-wife left him and even angrier that she had an affair with a 19-year-old neighbor while they were still married. Once all the children were deceased, Timothy then bagged each one of the children up in individual garbage bags and put them in the back of his Escalade covered them with sheets and, quote, a shit ton of air freshener. When authorities searched his Internet history, they found that he spent the next few days searching countries with no extradition laws and how to dissolve a human body. Authorities also found lists that Jones had made about how he was going to dispose of the children's bodies. One note says, head to the campground, melt bodies, exclamation point, Sand bones to dust or small pieces discarded by sanitation plant. Another note he had written says, Day one, burn up bodies. Day two, sand down bodies. And day three, M.B. Smiley face dissolve and discard. Investigators asked Jones about these lists and he said he was trying to come up with ways to burn or dissolve the bodies but he couldn't bring himself to do so. Cut. I've not been able to find out what MB stands for or why there was a smiley face beside it. I don't know if that means maybe melt bodies or what the hell that meant, but it's something he had wrote down. I'm starting to feel like it's kind of silly that he was going to claim insanity because even an insane person wouldn't sit down and make a (laughs) list up like this. I mean, really. I mean, it's very... Okay, Jones left the bodies of his five children in his Escalade for seven days while he went to the hardware store and bought dust masks, goggles, uratic acid, different kinds of saws, and he also went to the dollar store to purchase trash bags to dispose of the bodies. Cut. Ooh. So this sick bastard, he switches from... You know, goes and gets garbage bags and disposing of his kids' bodies over to how he was going to clean his truck out. Mm-hmm. He had other garbage to get rid of, so. Yeah, I mean, even in some of the pictures, he had clearly splashed bleach all around like the dark-colored interior, and you could tell where it had just messed everything up. Yeah, yeah. Jones then just starts driving around aimlessly, buying synthetic marijuana, a certain product he calls... Scooby Snacks. He finally made the decision to go to Las Vegas, and while traveling through Alabama, he dropped the bodies of his five kids in trash bags in a wooded area. He tells investigators how he tried to cut and dismember Natan's body, but couldn't bring himself to do it. Cut. 
He only made it to Mississippi before he was pulled over at a routine traffic checkpoint and arrested. So everything that this sick fuck has done up to this point was trying to minimize his responsibility and actions in the murders of his own kids. Mm-hmm. Or at least buy himself some time. Well, we know he had made the decision to go to Las Vegas because yeah. he'd even stopped at another town in Mississippi and withdrew money from his bank account. He did. And he, you know, he, he'd gotten rid of the bodies and he didn't stop, I mean, until he was made to. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of believe his ultimate goal was to get the least amount of punishment as he could get mm-hmm. for everything he'd done. The insanity defense becomes his next act to evade punishment. Cut. Throughout the interrogation, Jones also mentioned several times that he believed Natan was out to get him somehow. At the end of the interrogation, they asked Jones a series of basic questions. Some Some of the questions are to cover the investigator in case Jones decides to no longer cooperate. Like, did we force you to say anything? Did we force you to cooperate? Things like that. Now, he's, he claims Natan was out to get him. How old was Natan? Six. I know at six years old, he's he's plotting. Yeah. He was such a cute little thing. Yeah, he was a cute kid. They all were. Yep. It's terrible. Yeah, so other questions are most likely used by psychologists to evaluate the subject's mental state. Like, how did you feel about your kids? And would you have done this in front of an officer? Cut. It seems like he was blaming Natan out of anger due to his paranoia. The bodies were badly decomposed when they were found, so the autopsies were inconclusive. It's just as possible that he argued with Natan, and that led to Jones losing control and beating or strangling Natan, and him not passing away from exhaustion from the physical exertions. This theory would explain why he killed the rest of his children instead of calling 911 after finding Natan deceased. At the end of the interrogation, investigators have to ask Jones if he is suicidal. And he says, I'm not suicidal. If I was going to do it, I would already have done it. I'm not going to take my own life. If I kill myself, I'll go to hell. Cut. His religious beliefs, he can ask for forgiveness for murdering his five kids. He has time to ask for forgiveness from God. But if he kills himself, he he couldn't ask for forgiveness, and he'd be doomed to hell. And he don't want to go there. Yeah. So. I mean, he couldn't say, please forgive me for what I'm about to do? I I don't know. Jones did everything he could to save his own life. Mm -hmm. So why did he have custody of his kids? Amber claims that when she left Jones, he shut off the power and she was unable to care for her children. So she made him the primary caretaker because that's what she thought was best for her kids. She still had her rights involving the children, but Jones was the primary caregiver. She said Jones was a good father and since he had a good paying job, the kids would be better off with him full time. It wasn't until asked did Amber admit to the abuse she faced while married to Jones. Cut. Jones played chicken on the highway with the 18-wheeler 
While his entire family was in the vehicle, he once headbutted Amber until she blacked out. He threw a phone at her face and broke her teeth out. He seems like a very violent person, so why did Amber trust him to have the kids? Amber claims that Joan's rage was always directed at her and not towards her children. Generally, victims in abusive relationships form a low self-esteem. Amber saw herself as not good enough for the kids. She felt like her presence was making Jones angry, and if she left, it would resolve Jones' anger issues. She soon realizes that Jones is just an angry bastard, and once she was gone, he directed that anger towards the kids. At the end of Amber's testimony, the prosecution reinforced their claim that Jones didn't want the mother to have custody of these kids. Cut. Tim Jones pled guilty by reason of insanity, but the jury didn't buy it. It's one thing to have a mental illness. It's a totally different ballgame to be insane. Do you think that, that he was sick in the head? Do you no. think he was really ill? No. I think he was a narcissist pig. Yeah. Which, I mean, a lot of people think that that's a mental illness. Mm. You know? It's, it's unfortunate because you can never get a narcissist to admit that they've ever done anything wrong. And right. it doesn't seem like he did either. Right. It's the voices in his head that did this. And he had been diagnosed or had through the military, right? Mm-hmm. But he had never been diagnosed through it, anybody outside of that. I do believe he knew the difference between right and wrong. So, no, he wasn't insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was making lists and checking them twice. Mm-hmm. The jury found Jones guilty on all counts. Plus, due to special circumstances, they sentenced him to death. So he was supposed to be sentenced November 30th of 2019, or he was supposed to, that was his death date. But the uh, defense already appealed. So this could go on in appeals court for, I So don't, it's still in limbo and in appeals? Right. He has not been executed. Not been executed yet. Right. And I think they've even talked about doing like a firing squad on him. That had been talked about at one time. And, you know, I, I don't know if this is absolutely true, but I, I kind of think there's some states that allow people that get sentenced to death to choose their form of death. Yeah, there are. And and they can pick firing squad or gas chamber or whatever. I don't know exactly what that is, but. Well, if I could pick for this son of a bitch, I think they should they should just choke him out and put him in a bag. See, I've always contended that people like that ought to die by the means the people that they killed died. Right. That's that's what he did. Yeah. And it's just disgusting. I mean, to ride around for days on end Mm -hmm. with your babies decomposing in your vehicle. He got pulled. He got caught in a ditch at one point, and and an officer came across him then. I think it was the night before he disposed of the bodies. He had to be pulled out of the ditch by a tow truck. Mm -hmm. And And they were in that vehicle. Yeah, they were still in it. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll follow it and see if if he ever goes through with the execution. I mean, Mm -hmm. he might be right there with Krista Pike and just riding that appeal train until God knows when. It's interesting just how sick some people can be in this world. And he seems to be right up at the top. Do you have any updates or anything for us? I don't. So, like I said, this was to go through... Uh, he was sentenced to death in, in 2019. That was right before COVID, and you know how that goes. Yeah. So everything's kind of just kind of getting out there. 
I heard about this this story a while back, but I haven't seen a lot of coverage on it. And it's it's pretty gruesome, and it's not for the faint of heart. No, it's not. Well, thank you, baby. That's very interesting. Thank you. And I look forward to our next episode next week on Walking Between Shadows. As do I. As long as I'm with you, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be good, babe. All right. We'll see you. See ya.